Welcome to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive, featuring conversations with performing artists and industry influencers on what it takes to succeed in the arts. I am your host, Diane Foy, and I believe that you really can make a living from your creative talents. As a publicist, podcaster, and coach, my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower you to thrive with authenticity, creativity, and purpose. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. You know those moments where the world seems to crack open and you never see things the same way again? Mine happened when I discovered coaching as my next calling, almost exactly three years ago. And it restarted my passion for helping musicians and actors succeed by creating new solutions for artists to overcome their challenges. The real key, though, was my hiring coaches to overcome my own challenges. I just signed up for another year-long coaching program, so I'm like, bring on 2021 with my three coaches. (laughs) It's funny, but, you know, I'm determined to break through all the limiting beliefs and challenges that have been have been holding me back. And that's the wonderful thing about coaching. It's a huge shift in mindset and motivation to go from semi-knowing what you want in life, but having no idea how to achieve it, to knowing exactly what you want in life and have the confidence that you have the resources and coaches that will ensure that you will achieve it. It's no longer a question of if, it's when. So let me ask you, as you reflect back on the past year, are you happy with your creative career? Do you feel that you are reaching the level of success that you dream of experiencing? It's funny how we dedicate so much time, energy, and effort to perfecting our craft But when it comes down to the next steps to get our work out into the world, there doesn't seem to be a clear path. The truth is, during our formative years, we are taught many valuable skills, but most of us are not taught how to build self-confidence, stay inspired, motivated, and follow through with our goals and dreams. My guest today, Karen Cricket Garrett, is on a mission, and her mission is to inspire and guide creatives to share their gifts with the world, which is why she created the Confident Creative Academy, a free virtual training event that brings the world's top creative experts and transformational leaders together to teach you how to build your self-confidence to move forward with the creative career you know you are meant to have. I will be one of those top creative experts (laughs) and will be giving a talk on how to attract fans, media, and industry for musicians and actors. It'll really help all creatives and with the six C phases to cultivate a thriving career in the arts. Karen is a certified life coach and inspirational singer-songwriter based in 
Sonoma County, California. As a lifelong musician, her passion for personal growth led her to writing and performing songs that inspire and encourage others to follow their dreams. In 2018, she discovered life coaching and found it to be the bridge that connects the message of her music to the fulfillment of dreams. Now she helps artists and creatives gain the confidence, clarity, and motivation they need to create financial abundance with their passion while living their joyful purpose, doing what they love. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm excited. The Confident Creative Academy is coming up. Uh, tell me all about that. Like, I'd love to hear about what it is and uh, who is it for and some of the guests that you have as part of it. All that good stuff. Yes. So the Confident Creative Academy is a 21-day virtual training. And it is 21 experts who will show creatives how to create financial abundance with their passions so they can live their joyful purpose. So I have 21 experts, all who I've gathered, I've scoured, um, you know, the creative corners of the world to find um, experts in creativity and confidence. So they'll be teaching creatives how to up-level their creative careers or just their passions so they can live more abundantly and really share their gifts with the world. Oh, that's cool. I'm looking forward to, you know, hearing from some of the other guests that you have on. Um, that's the kind of goal for all of us creatives is to like somehow make a living at this. And, um, you know, as coaches, we want to help creatives and performers, you know, achieve their goals in this creative world. Yes, absolutely. And it can be challenging as a creative, you know, you may know what your passion is or what your, you know, your creative modality is, but you might not know what steps you need to get to the next level that you're wanting to get to. And you might not know how to organize your goals in such a way that you are able to achieve them. And so what's really cool about this training is that all of the speakers come from all different um, corners of creativity. So there's coaches for creatives, there's uh, musicians, there's visual artists, there's like you um, specialize in, you know, doing public relations stuff. And so there's all these different little niches of creativity that even though, um, you know, I interviewed a couple yesterday Roxy and Lucas Francis of I Heart My Voice, they're music business mentors. And although their niche is directed towards musicians, a lot of what they were talking about can be applied to all creatives. And so what I'm hoping is that, you know, people sign up for this and they maybe see the uh, speakers that they maybe identify with, oh, I'm a musician. And so I'm going to, I'm going to tune into that one. Um, but, you know, you might get something out of the visual artist talk, because when we're talking about creativity and confidence, it's really universal. And so no matter what your creative modality is, um, there's lots of value and insights to be had from all of these different niches. Am I making sense? Yeah, for sure. That's definitely what I've always tried to strive for as well. I, 
working in both music and film industries, I noticed that there's such a separation between them. And I was always like having events to kind of bring them together because I'm like, you can learn so much and be inspired by someone else who has a different type of art than you. Absolutely. Even though I work with more performing artists, I would say I'm more of a visual artist. And everything that I coach on is like, well, it's, I followed it myself, you know? <laughs> so, you know, it, any creative could uh, take the, the advice and the education that we share and put it towards what they do. Yes. And like you said, they can find inspiration from it. And what comes to my mind is um, I just value so much these days collaboration. And that's what's been really fun about putting this together is collaborating with all of these different speakers. But I could see also as a creative tuning in, you know, there's a Facebook group. We're all going to get to network with um, different creatives from different areas of the world and different methods that they use. And so I think in this virtual like post-COVID reality that we are in, collaboration is key. And so I could even see you know, visual artists pairing up with musicians, pairing up with comedians, like, like, there's no limit to how we can collaborate. And that's what I think is so beautiful about an event like this is that it really allows creatives to come together and network and become inspired um, as a creative community. Yeah, and so many artists are multi-passionate, multi-talented. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of musicians that are now painters as well. And, you know, there's the the classic triple threat. You could sing, dance, act, you know? Um, yes. And so there's, it's endless. It's just creativity. So I, I love that it all comes together. Yeah. Um, who are some of your guests and what can people learn from them? Yeah. So some of the speakers that we have, Roxy and Lucas Francis, they have a company called I Heart My Voice, and they're music business mentors. They work a lot with mindset as well. Um, some of the other speakers I'm really excited about, I just interviewed Ayla Nario yesterday. She is a touring uh, musician. Uh, well, not recently, but she's a full-time artist. She's done a lot of like festival tours and stuff in the States, all over the world. Um, I interviewed her yesterday, and she has a lot of great insights as being a successful musician and the obstacles that she's had to overcome to get to that point and what she does to continue to be confident. Um, I'm also interviewing, uh, I'm really excited about Cheryl Garrett. She comes out of the UK. Her talk is entitled The Skills Every Creative Needs to Succeed. And she works with creatives. She's a coach. And she's noticed, she's also been a writer for 30 years. So she has great insights of what creatives need and how to navigate being basically a creative entrepreneur, because so often we are we're inspired by the creative aspects, but then some of those linear aspects of running a business are lost on us. So she had some great insights about that. Um, I also am very excited about Monica Kleosaki. She's an artist and illustrator who is now a, she calls herself a self-magic mentor, but what she is, is a brand strategist. And so she really takes people through this whole process of self-discovery, self-exploration, and as a result, coaching people to discover 
and reveal their authenticity and use that as their brand, which I think as a creative, sometimes we get a little bit lost on the branding, the marketing, but really as creative entrepreneurs, these are all pieces that we need to uh, be skilled at and have information about. And so Monica Kiyosaki's talk is going to be um, geared towards uh, branding. And so that's really exciting. Um, I also have Adriana Marchione, and she is a visual artist. And she also works, she's a documentary filmmaker as well. She works um, often with that kind of with addictions and um, wellness in creative work. So I really like talking to her because I feel like that is such a common thing for creatives to have addiction issues. And um, and so she, she had some really great insights around how to um, approach the creative process from a really healthy standpoint. Um, and so that way it becomes sustainable. And then, of course, you, Diane. I'm so excited to, um, for your interview as well. We have me <laughs> talking about Yay! how to attract fans, <laughs> media, and industry so that you can have a thriving career. Yes. So, I mean, and like I said, there's 21 uh, speakers. And so there's just, it's chock full of lots of really juicy tips, advice, strategy, Every speaker is offering either a free gift or a special offer. And so there is so much um, to be had here, so much opportunity for creatives to really dive into this and get as much out of it as um, you're able to put into it. Um, in addition to, so I will mention this is free. This is all free. You just have to sign up for it. And, but if you want to go even deeper, there's a couple opportunities to invest a small amount for even more um, bonuses. You, for signing up, you get some free bonuses. Um, and that includes, there's a really awesome goal setting planner. There's a creative visualization that you'll be getting, a branding in a nutshell mini course. And I've also created the Confident Creative Academy worksheet. So you can follow along and stay accountable to your goals and and takeaways from each speaker. And so you get all that just from sign for signing up. But if you want to invest a little bit more, there's even more bonuses that are available to you, plus two live Q&As, one with Monica Kiyosaki and one with Roxy and Lucas Francis. And in those Q&As, they're an hour each and they'll be live so all of the viewers can ask their questions and we can really just have a create a conversation around um, building confidence and the tools that creatives need to up-level their passions. Wow, that's fantastic. And what are the dates? So the Confident Creative Academy launches November 5th. And when you sign up, um, you'll get an email every day with that day's speaker interview. And so it runs from November 5th through the 25th. Okay, great. And I'll include a link in the show notes so that people can just click it and go sign up. Awesome. Cool. So what made you want to put this thing together? So I, music has always been my passion. In 2016, I transitioned from writing sad, folky love songs to writing inspirational folky music. And that was really born out of me having a very rich spiritual and 
um, a passion for personal growth and development. And I came to a point where I realized that my music was not in line with my spiritual beliefs, you know, focusing on things like the law of attraction and I can manifest, you know, what I put my attention on. And I thought, wow, I'm really putting, I spend a lot of time with my songs and they're really sad (laughs) and depressing. What am I creating for myself? And so, but I had this story that I told myself, which was, I only write when I'm depressed and I only write sad songs. And so, you know, I had this belief that happy songs were cheesy. And so therefore I just had this block around writing a song that was maybe uplifting, but I had this realization at a, at a seminar that I can create what I put my attention on and, and can create my reality. And so I left that seminar went home and wrote my first happy song. And I basically haven't stopped. I put out a whole album of uplifting, inspiring music. I put out a music video. I toured around to different spiritual centers and um, just had this transformation where my beliefs and kind of was more um, walking my talk, so to speak. And so that all happened probably about 2016, where I really had this shift in my songwriting. And what happened about the same time was I started hearing about this concept of a life coach. And I was reading these books. I always read on personal development and was finding like, oh, yeah, I know a lot of this information. And then at some point they'd say, oh, and I'm a coach. And I kind of started going, hmm, I wonder what that's about. And so I decided, well, if I'm really interested in this, what I should do is probably hire a coach. So I went out and I hired a coach and I really just fell in love with the idea that there was somebody that you could hire that would help hold you accountable, help you get clear on what your dreams are and how to get there. I loved that coaching wasn't, you know, berating or putting down or saying, this is the list of things that you have to do. It was more drawing it out of me, my own personal wisdom and what was really right for my life and then how to put those things into action. So what I found was that coaching really was the bridge that connected what my music was trying to do, which was inspire people to follow their dreams and follow their bliss. And where coaching is really giving people the tangible steps that they need to make those dreams a realization. And so I've been coaching for a couple of years now. And this Confident Creative Academy is really, my vision for it is to just help creatives gain more motivation, more confidence so they can share their gifts with the world. I really believe that if we live in a world where people share their unique gifts and passions, we will have more harmony and more balance. I, as an artist, have struggled with knowing what next steps to take, you know, procrastinating, even though I know I should be practicing or songwriting, not knowing what to do next, even though I feel like I have these big dreams, like, how do I even get there? It's too overwhelming. I don't know. And so my vision for my coaching business, as well as the Confident Creative Academy, is to help get more of those tools to creatives so there aren't so many blocks. Um, I think we have this notion of the starving artist, or I've even experienced it where I didn't want to go to school for music because I was afraid if I quote didn't make it I would end up a music teacher yeah and I now I now realize that um, you know there's so many different options in the musical world that 
didn't have to end up a teacher. Um, but I think a lot of people have that idea where they're like, well, I don't want to pursue my art because if I don't, you know, I need a backup plan. So I better go to four-year college and get a business degree or whatever. And I think we all need to change our thinking around that so that we more have the belief system that we can achieve what we want. We can achieve our dreams, our passion is meant to realize in our lives in a bigger way. And so that's really my vision for uh, my coaching as well as the Confident Creative Academy. Cool. There's something, there was a line in your bio that really resonated with me and that I know will resonate with all the listeners is, um, I'll read it back to you. I spent most of my 20s struggling with the motivation and confidence to pursue my music career I never fully committed, always making excuses and distracting myself with less fulfilling goals. I love that. Because yes. everyone can relate to that. Yeah. It's like we're all doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of fun in my 20s. You know, I've, I've lived a great life, but I see looking back how if I had had <laughs> if I had had the coach that I am back then, it would have been completely different. And so coaching is, is a new industry. And I think that artists and creatives can really take advantage of the value that you and I are offering, Diane, and all of the speakers in this event, because we really just want to get strategies and concepts and mindsets and the tools that we all need to make our dreams happen. We want to get them out there so everybody can realize their greatest potential. Yeah, it's like I've I spent way too many years wasting it. And also like there's a thing with creatives and artists, especially musicians is um the DIY. Oh, we're we're 100% <laughs> DIY. And so I I kind of lived like that too. I am crazy resourceful. I've done everything myself and figured it out. If there's something I wanted to do, I tried to figure it out. And when you discover coaching, it's like, oh, there's someone that will show me the way step by step and at least get me there faster than trying to figure it out on your own. That is just amazing to me. And, and I think also when you're young or you're just starting out or if you're in school, there's a million people who will mentor you for free. Like you just go volunteer and they'll teach you everything. But I found when once you pass that and all of a sudden everyone's your peer, they might not want to help you as much. You're kind of on your own. And that's where, you know, took me a long time to realize I could pay a mentor, you know, I could pay a coach to show me and teach me the the more advanced stuff that is hard to figure out on your own. It's just, uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I just signed yeah, up for yet yes, another coaching I program. So I got like, I got like three programs going on right now and all the many other little ones. <laughs> I love it. And well, you know, Diane, I think that's what makes us great coaches is that we have this insatiable thirst and hunger for learning more and developing more and gaining more knowledge so that we can share it with our um, with our clients. And that's one reason I really found coaching to be so appealing is because I do have this passion for learning more and growing more and bettering myself. And so what better career is there for me to be able to channel all of that into? So I think we're both in the right profession. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. And it's also pushing your comfort zones. 
at least for me, where, you know, so many things can hold you back, your limiting beliefs and all these things hold you back from really putting yourself out there. And so having, you know, supportive coaches that can not only teach you the way, but also continue pushing your comfort zone and addressing all those blocks. Uh, so I've kind of hit to a point where I'm not letting anything hold me back. <laughs> and so if if I recognize that something's holding me back, let's push that. Let's like, let's do it. Let's get a coach. Let's just, you know, and that's also really amazing with it. So it's great to have all these mentors that are showing us the way. And now we get to do that for others. It's, I love it. <laughs> Yes. And I think that's such a great point about like our comfort zones. Like when we talk about confidence, what I always say is confidence doesn't happen uh, before you're ready. You know, you're never going to feel ready until after you've done the thing that scares you. And then once you've done that thing that's pushed you out of your comfort zone, that's when you gain the confidence. And so it really is about pushing those boundaries, pushing that um, comfort zone a little bit more, stretching yourself just right outside of where you're comfortable. And then that's when I think the real magic happens. That's when we come into our greatest personal growth and potential because our life purpose isn't realized, like the path isn't easy. The, re the way we realize our life purpose is by stretching ourselves to overcome blocks and obstacles that um, if we don't push through them, we're not going to get the growth that we need to become that actualized person. So I'm constantly encouraging my clients and myself as well. When I notice those areas that I feel like, Ooh, I don't really want to do that. Or that makes me feel comfortable or I feel fearful around it. I tr try to switch that mindset and realize that, Oh, if I actually do that thing, I will have greater success for my confidence and my dreams, essentially, on the other side of those challenges. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of times we make excuses of like, oh, I don't see the point in social media. I don't, you know, I just want to create and all. It's a lot of it's excuses. But when it comes down to it, it might be a fear around that or you're not yes. lack of knowledge. It's like, I'm fearful. I don't know it. So I'm going to make excuses of why I'm not doing it. <laughs> Yes. And when we don't have the knowledge, when we're lacking that, it totally, our confidence totally suffers. And so I look at that, like if I have, um, you know, if I make a mistake at something or I start to feel like, oh, I feel really shaky in this area, I look at, okay, well, how could I feel more prepared? How could I be more knowledgeable to where I do have a little bit more confidence, even if I'm not completely confident in the moment, if I have more knowledge around it and more understanding about either the subject that I'm talking about or the workshop that I'm teaching or the music that I'm playing, I'm much more willing to take more risks because I have that kind of backing me up. And I think you're right. I think um, not putting ourselves out there, we can make a lot of excuses. Um, you know, in my 20s, I we would constantly hear me saying, oh, well, I just don't know that I want to be famous, you right. know, or like making these excuses when really it was more a lack of me even knowing what to do but I played it off like I don't really want yeah. that yeah I also mm -hmm. find like with with art and creativity as well it's like if you're an 
actor, you have to know your lines and you, you spend all that time studying it so that when you're on set or when you're on stage, the words are just coming and then you're free to actually act and perform mm. and feel what the song's about, you know, whatever, same way if you're a musician or a dancer, it's like you do the rehearsal so that you know the moves and the words and the songs so much that when you're performing it, you can actually perform and feel it. Um, so it's the same thing with other parts of the career, whether it's the business, the finances and all that. It's like, uh, I don't know what, I don't like it. I'm scared of it. I'm going to avoid it. But if you just take the time to learn it, you'll be more confident. You may not ever like it, yes. you know, but <laughs> it's uh, being consistent yes. with it. Because if it, if that thing you don't like helps you do the thing you do like more, then it's worth it. Right. It's worth it. And it also allows us to be more creative. I think what you're saying is, you know, once we learn our lines, then we have the freedom to really create, right? We get to really... Um, express that creative quality of the script or the dance or the music. Um, so I think it's all, it's all tied in together. Um, yeah. And even yeah. for like visual artists, it's like you spend the time learning what type of mediums, what do they do? What brushes do what? So that when you get, then you can really, really creative when that stuff is just, part of part of it you know it then you could be free I was a photographer yes. so I had to in photography school we learned all the rules all the technical stuff and at first I was such a stickler for the rules that my photography sucked like <laughs> it wasn't good it was technically right I did everything right but I couldn't be creative I was locked in that and also because I had a horrible teacher that you know criticized every little thing <laughs> um, but mm. you know later on when I was more assisting a fashion photographer I learned that you can you know forget about the rules now that you know them you can break them <laughs> and now that you know them and so you know later on when I went back to photography I kind of think I forgot all the rules, but they're in me. And now I think I'm a great photographer because I could just be free to create because I know the technical stuff. Yeah, you built up your mm -hmm. confidence. What is it? Who, who do you coach? Like who are your um, clients for coaching and what exactly do you coach them on? So... I work with artists and creatives. And what I mean by that is anyone who, you know, is a maker. So whether you're making music or making art or um, actors, I've worked with healers. I've worked with um, quilters and crafters, jewelers, visual artists. Um, and, and so anyone who has that kind of right brain creativity and what, I specialize in is helping you to get the right mindset to achieve your goals as well as 
the tangible steps that you need to take to get there. So we do goal setting. I'm there for accountability. And I have a whole online program that I've developed that's seven weeks. It's called Launching Your Joyful Purpose. And it is taking, you know, that vision that you have, that goal, that dream, and really breaking it down into tangible steps so you know exactly what to do, how to get there, as well as how to handle the challenges that come up, you know, because there's always going to be obstacles, whether it's um, tangible things that come up or just mental blocks. I'm there the whole way to help you um, overcome those challenges. Um, And so you can start living a life where you are more in line with your joyful purpose. And to me, that means living your passion, living your dream, whatever capacity that is for you. Now, some of my clients, they want to be full-time artists, and that's awesome. Other clients of mine just want to maybe make a little bit of cash or even just have their passion be a regular hobby in their lives. Some people are inspired by, you know, a creative modality, but not even making the time in their life to make it a priority so they can have that creativity in their life. So I can help with that as well. I also love helping people discover their purpose. So I've worked with several people that just, I had one client who um, graduated college with an English degree and she had no idea what she wanted to do. And so I took her through an eight week process of self-exploration research, testing things out, and really doing all these assessments so she could help discover really what makes her light up, what makes her full of joy so she could really start to discover what her purpose really is. So that's a little sneak of what what I tend to do. Um, And so, yeah, I just, again, my mission is to help people express their passions more fully in their lives. So anyone who feels like they could be living their passions bigger, I would love to help them. Cool. And what are your goals for your music? So my music, I really, so my intention is to continue writing inspirational music. I am recently been appointed the musical director of this awesome group called Soul Seeker Sisterhood. And it started as a book club that my friends started. And now it's turning into workshops. Eventually, when we can go in person, it'll be retreats. And so it's um, a spiritually minded metaphysical book club. And I'm the musical director. So I've written an anthem for this group. I'm writing chants. And I love writing um, affirmation chants, because I find that you know, singing just helps us embody words and beliefs in another way. And so I sing a lot of my prayers, essentially, and my affirmations. And so I love writing those like simple, memorable chants. Um, And so I have a vision of doing a whole chants album around that. Um, I also play at local spiritual centers. Um, And so just continuing to write music that helps to inspire and uplift people to know the true essence of who they are. Cool. And what is your why? Why do you do what you do? You know, I do what I do because it's, it makes, brings me joy to see other people in their joy. And so 
for a long time, as I mentioned, I kind of downplayed my passions. I downplayed what my goals were. I didn't want to say that I had big dreams because I was afraid if I didn't achieve them, then I would look like a failure. Um, or if I tried to achieve them and then I couldn't, then I really would be a failure. And so my purpose, I feel, is really to overcome that myself and also help other people overcome that as right. well. And where can people find you online? What is your website and social media? Yeah, so you can search joyfulpurposecoaching.com and also Instagram, Joyful Purpose Coaching. On Facebook, um, I'm Karen Garrett, Joyful Purpose Coaching. And there's the Confident Creative Academy Facebook group, which is a great place to, um, maybe if you're not quite ready to sign up for the event, you can go on there and really get a taste of the other creatives um, who are involved. And I'll be doing updates as well. Um, and so that's just a great place to get extra advice and tips and strategies from me, as well as networking with other creatives. Cool. So I'll include links to all that in the show notes and everyone should sign up for the Confident Creative Academy and just listen. It's free. Just do it. <laughs> It's free. Yes, you've got nothing. You've got nothing. Yeah, and you get all this uh, 21 speakers that will educate you and inspire you in some way. Yes, and I look forward to seeing you all there. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Diane. It's my pleasure. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I want you to do yourself a favor click the link in the show notes to get your free scholarship to the Confident Creative Academy. Also be sure to join my newly renamed Facebook group, Unstoppable Musicians and Actors. I renamed it because I don't want to work with just any musician and actors. I want to work with the musicians and actors that are unstoppable, that are talented, have dreams, and even if they don't know how to get there, they are motivated, they are unstoppable in figuring it out and taking consistent action. Those are the people that I want to bring into my community. And also, soon I will be facing another one of my own challenges that has been holding me back. And that's like going live on video. And I'll be doing that inside the group. And we'll start offering you tips and tutorials to help you attract fans, media and industry. So you can cultivate a thriving career in the arts. For links and a transcript, visit singdanceactthrive.com slash 053. Thanks for listening to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. Be sure to join the mailing list at dianefoy.com to gain access to exclusive bonus content, a weekly newsletter, and an invitation to our private Facebook group of purpose-driven performing artists and industry influencers. 